Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. I mean, not experience yeah. based on like me cheating. No, no, but, but you, you could talk actually, about the receiving it or not, end. I have never cheated on a partner. Okay. Well, there we go. So we're starting and you guys already know what we're talking about. We're talking about cheating yeah. today. Welcome back. So we've been having some fun topics. <laughs> well, that's because... Breakups, cheating. There, the, the option, there is no limit. Yeah. Limit Are we going to cover exist. death soon or... No. no? What, what's wrong with you? I don't know. I mean, You're really like, dark. This is, this is where we're this heading. This is what happens when you wear too much black. You just like... <laughs> it matches my you soul. You just get into it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, you were saying um, cheating. That's cheating, that's yeah. the topic of of the day. No, um, but you I, said you've never cheated. I have never actually cheated. Have you ever cheated? I have once, uh, unfortunately. Rat. Yeah, I got Bastard. caught. Uh, you never got again. caught. Yeah, I was young. Never caught. Got caught. Never again. Okay. Yeah. Well, how? Well, tell me the circumstances. What happened? Mm, I was in a very. Um, passionate relationship um that had a lot of jealousy from my partner mm. um I'll, i have an actual concrete experience um example for you um you know i, I used to work I, w- I was working in in nightlife and um one one night i was at, at my job and my girlfriend was there and one of the bartenders i asked her for drinks and she said there you go babe you know, and this okay. is just is like, but that's just like a you babe know. is babe. Like I call my I call my friends babe. Yeah, babe is a straight up like night, night, uh, night kind of like language. Like everybody calls each other babe. Ga- right. Girls will call you guys yeah, babe. Yeah, of course. Way. And she got so fucking mad, and she was like, "What the fuck? She's calling you babe? Um, is she? You know, is she? Uh, are you fucking this girl? Whatever." And it was it was kind of like uh, you know a, a lot of that happening. Um, um, at the time, Facebook was the shit. Like Instagram didn't exist. Yeah. And then we got arguments because somebody told her I like this girl's picture on Facebook. So it was kind of like petty. all of this. this is all and sounding real petty to me. I think. Look, you know, we were young, and we got. You know, basically, it came to a point where, unfortunately, we were arguing three, four times a week about shit like that. And one night I was like, I'm getting in arguments for something I didn't do. I might as well fucking do it. And then unfortunately yeah, I so, did it. Right. So, okay. You found yourself in one of those situations where you get constantly accused of cheating, of looking at other girls. Yes. So you just give up and you say, you know what? I'm just going to do it. I haven't done all these things, but I, I, I'm treated just the same. So as I might as well have, just so do I it. So I might as well go and have fun. Yeah. And unf- Especially listen. if you're miserable in a relationship, which it sounds like you were. Um, You know, I, I really, no, I mean, I really loved her. It was just like... This was just, it was the, the arguments and the headache was just becoming bigger than the actual fun in relationship. And eventually, you know, that just, that just happened. I think obviously from a young, I always blame it a little bit on my younger age, but I I think I didn't handle it well. The right way to handle it would be to end it. Um, But, uh, you know, I just went out one night, we had a huge fight. I went out with my boys and I got wasted and then, you know, ended up reconnecting with an old 
lover once, and that's about it. And okay, so you, it was one drunken night. Yeah. See, and that's that's what. Okay, so we have to first figure out what the definition of cheating is. Oh my, yeah, because this is like a also a what's spectrum. worse, emotional cheating or well, physical. We, yeah, cheating? we'll get into that. But you know? I mean, I, I feel like the, there's everybody has their own definition, right? And everybody has their own like, okay, this is definitely cheating, black and white. And then for other people, it's a little circumstantial. So, really? So okay, tell me when would it be circumstantial? Circumstantial would be if you've been with the person and they have one slip up, one drunken night, uh, and they, they, you know, and yes, I mean, it has happened. You have sex with somebody else or like you make out with somebody else or you, you know, get intimate in some way with somebody else because you dropped your guard and, you know, you dropped your inhibitions. And um, is that and maybe acceptable in, in, to you? In that moment, maybe, maybe things weren't good between you and your partner at that moment um, because that's how it usually happens, right? It, it's, it can't be just like bliss and then you go and like, you know, screw somebody else. Like, I, I don't think it oftentimes happens that way. Yeah. But do you think that's acceptable? Do you think that's I don't not think considered it's acceptable. cheating? I, I'm saying, is it forgivable? To me, it's forgivable. But it's still considered cheating. That would still be, yes, yeah. of course, by yeah. its nature, that's cheating. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Because, okay. you know. Uh, but then there's other, other categories where like, for example, <laughs> it's almost like murder, right? Like <laughs> premeditated murder. Oh, it's like, a... you know, you plan it, you <laughs> execute oh it, you try to cover it up and you, you know, you're hoping you and don't you had get a whole caught plan and you and lie afterwards. Yeah. yeah. You have this whole plan. Then you start to get like sweats, <laughs> like yeah. pop sweats. And eventually you're, you're figured out. But like the drunken night is the equivalent of, you know, you're, you're chilling and somebody tried to mug you. Ah, you just stabbed him real quick. You're like, oh, <laughs> right. fuck. Yeah, that exa just happened. Right. Exactly. Right? Self-defense. Yeah. Self-defense. Self <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. So drunken night is self-defense. Drunken night is self-defense. Premeditated murder is pretty much like, ooh, it's I have full, planned full of, blown of, affair. Of, of, of cheating. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Um, I, you know, um, it's funny because I feel like I mentioned my father quite a lot in here uh, because, you know, a lot of relationship talks sometimes are, are with him. But he always told me that emotional cheating is worse than physical cheating. So it pretty much goes along with that. And I, I always had a hard time understanding for him. Exactly. Right. Planning something, falling in love with somebody else while you are in an active, committed relationship with someone being invested emotionally with somebody else and repeatedly, you even know, if keep the in contact. Hasn't happened. Even if physical hasn't happened, which eventually will happen for him, this is worse than a one night I was wasted. Uh, and he's talking as a man from a female standpoint. So like if a female did that to him is worse than, uh, she got drunk. She was with her friends in whatever Vegas and, and, you know, fuck the dude never talked to him again. And that's about well, it. Well, it's interesting because, uh, there have been a number of studies, maybe this has changed, but at least, you know, the ones that I'm referring to from a few years ago show that uh, for men, they look at uh, a sexual relationship as way worse yeah. than an emotional cheating Yeah, I could see that. Situation. Yeah. Um, and then women are more like if on the emotional side. So if the man goes and, and, you know, sleeps with somebody else, it wouldn't be as bad as if he actually fell in love with somebody else. Yeah. That actually because makes I think there's sense. a permanence in, in the falling in love and, and being emotionally attached to somebody else. Mm -hmm. Whereas, you know, maybe, maybe a physical, one physical night can be a fleeting thing and you'll never do it again. And you might not see that person ever again. Yeah. 
Um, and we are human beings. You know what I mean? And, and mistake, we do make mistakes. Um, but I think it's different when uh, you actually fall in love with somebody else because that means you're also deeply unhappy in the relationship that you're currently in. But I, I agree with that. I, I, would, I would rather be cheated on um, emotionally where the girl is just falling for somebody else than her things being pretty good with us and then she's just fucked some dude. Well, to me, that's a bigger disrespect. It's a than, bigger disrespect than, if she emotionally falls in love. Yeah, because you can't I feel like exactly Joel, you can't help that. You can't help falling in love with somebody yeah, else. That's why they call it falling. So, and that's why I'd rather that. It's not her fault, but she can control sleeping with somebody else. Don't you know the whole alcohol thing? Listen, I've been drunk. I, you know, I, I when people say I was drunk, I that's not. It's fifty percent of an excuse. You're still, yeah. you're still fairly, you know. If you're that drunk that you can't control yourself, you, there's no way you're able to have sex. Uh, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? If, if you're able to do it, you're still somewhat conscious of what you're doing. I agree. So it make, it make things easier, but... I think it's an excuse. I think it's a scapegoat for most people who say, oh, I just got drunk. And, I, you know, kissing is one thing, but full-blown sex is, is pretty different. I mean, you... What about think, just also um, giving head? Oh, I don't know. I think that's, I think that's crossing a big line, too. Yeah. I mean, typically you have to be in a in a private place for that to happen. You can't just like, you know, like you can make out with somebody on a dance floor and get a little bit too close and a little bit too, you know, you, you can easily cross lines there. But if you're doing a sexual act, typically that's like behind closed doors in a private setting. So you have to like willfully go somewhere else. Yeah. You know, to be able listen, to that, yeah. There's always, you know, aberrations where like the woman is or the man is too drunk to be able to even know what's going on in that case that but that becomes like a victimization situation that's yeah. not necessarily you know yeah um then you're talking about consent and whatever but but what i'm talking about is like you get a little tipsy uh and and maybe you you make out with somebody else yes that's still cheating but i think that's way more forgivable than having sex with another person <laughs> yeah but then from your standpoint having sex with some some another person is still more forgivable than being emotionally invested. yeah than being emotionally invested. okay so that's because the latter i mean either way to me kissing sex emotion to, to me either way like honestly unless unless i've been married to the guy for years and years and we have a wonderful relationship and this is just like a it, we fell off track for a moment um it's a, it's a deal breaker either way for but me. so okay so there's i have so many so many questions <laughs> Um, one of them is if you are, let's say you've been with someone and we're going to use short term, right? You've been with someone for a year and a half, two years, and you guys are great. You guys are happy. What are the odds of you being drunk and still make out with a stranger? If you are happy in your relationship, I think that doesn't happen. I think it does. Even if you're happy in your relationship, you love your man, things are going great. Why? It because it just happens. I mean, uh, you know, I've I've never been in that situation where I would allow it to happen. Okay, so there you go. That's the thing, and I think that you know, you just can't, you kind of, you can't be stupid. Don't put yourself in those kinds of situations. I mean, it's fun to like go out with your girls to a club or a bar. Yeah. Uh, it's fun to even dance with other people. But, you know, you have to know your boundaries and like I, I haven't been in a committed relationship with somebody and then uh, have gone out to a bar or a club and been so intoxicated that I make mistakes like that. Yeah, but that's my so that's my, my point. But like, I can I th see I think people who and I, and I even know if you're good in a happy people, relationship, I know good people who've been in good relationships where that's happened and mm. it hasn't changed anything. Um, 
so I just know that people have frailties and they make mistakes and I like mean, I yeah, want no, to give them leeway in that regard. But, you know, having a full blown affair, that's something completely different, which is which is actually, you know. Yeah. Uh, but even with that, you know, so you said earlier, you know, that that, you know, for example, you know, a one night stand is forgivable. Sure. But personally, I believe and that's what happened to me when, when, when I unfortunately she didn't, she found out the relationship was broken. Mm-hmm. Okay. You can forgive, but I don't think it's easy to forget. I 100% and, agree and, with and, that. and I don't, I, I find it very, very, very hard unless you have kids in the mix. Yep. Houses together and that stuff to be able to move past it, past it and then rebuild, um, trust yeah. and not have any resentment and that's why i say for me dating or dating uh cheating is a deal breaker not because of the act like it's not the act of the guy going and being physical with another woman like to me that yes bothers me but um it's that's not what it's about for me it's about the aftermath and the damage that it can do to a relationship irreparable damage that it can do to a relationship because the trust is broken and because you're always going to be wondering is it going to happen again? Is it going to happen again? Yeah. And and then, you know, when you don't trust somebody, then you start to get nosy mm-hmm. and check and their it becomes stuff. unhealthy. And, you know, even if they do things that, that can be seemingly innocent, like, you know, staying out, going out with friends after work, you instantly start to think that he's out and he's with he's his boys it, yeah, and yeah. he's, he's going to hook up with a, another woman. Yeah, of course. So the um, trust is forever broken. So my question, so now, you know, I think you obviously you can talk a bit more about that specific aspect of cheating about you know trust being broken from your um marriage and and everything was that partly one of the reasons why once you found out you were gone did because you knew this was just it was never going to work that you personally could not work this out yeah well i look for patterns too i mean i we were not happy we were not a happy couple okay and you know when i found out that he cheated i i had suspected it for a very long time because I'm very attuned to the, the signs, which mm-hmm. I'll talk about in a second. But I also know that, you know, he did cheat on the previous wife. Similar situation. Okay. So, you know, again, you look for patterns. Yeah. I don't, th- I think that somebody who's capable of uh, going on business trips and cheating on his wife uh, numerous times with numerous women and seeking it out. And not necessarily it happening like in a, you know, like yeah. one night you like kiss, kiss someone by accident, yeah, like he's whatever active it might about be. The whole he thing. is actively searching out. Yeah. I don't think that can ever be reconciled. Okay. And I don't think yeah. that that can ever be reformed. I don't think that somebody who is, who is cheated like that to that degree can ever change. Mm-hmm. I, I, I truly firmly believe that. I think if it, if it happened once, it's going to happen again. Yeah. Yeah, of course. And, and that's what, what I, would, the I would caution any woman who tries to excuse away that kind of behavior and, and, and look at it as, well, you know, that was that was him in the past. He's learned lessons. No. <laughs> no, he has not. I mean, no, he has not. Okay. Uh, you know, if it's him in the past for 15 years, agreed. But I, I see myself as from 10 years ago to now i have changed i do well, you were i mean okay. i have but, i mean but, it, but it also just, Julian, like, like you, you said you cheated on one girl once yeah and that was like a, a to me seemed like a minor thing you guys were like not in a happy place anyway sure but that's still you know if, if we take into like oh, okay he done it he's done it once then again but you know 
I'm, I'm talking about just behavior in, in general. Um, you know, we've talked about in the last podcast breaking up and the way I broke up with someone when I was 21 is very different than the way I break up with someone now because you learn from mistakes and you grow. So I, I agree with you. If the guy has done this for 15 years and he's 45 and he's cheated on every single wife, yes, he's going to do it. But if he has done it once or twice when he was younger and he was in a very unhappy relationship and all that stuff, I wouldn't say that's that just say because he did it. But if you're if you're seeking it out and, and looking for trouble, that's never going to change. You're never going to be reformed in that way. Okay, so then what would be... Let, let's talk about those... Um, because that means there's the something... Patterns. Yeah, let, let's, let's talk about your, your... You know, you said you have signs and stuff. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about them. Okay. So What would be it? Well, I just noticed, you know, little things at first. I mean, it, to me, there is nothing more powerful in this world and accurate than your intuition. Yeah. And a woman's intuition especially is extremely powerful. You just know... And I can't explain to you how I knew, but I just suspected that something wasn't right. Something was a little off and shady about this person. And this is before we even got married. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, he, I don't know why he did not have a password on his phone. So I checked his phone a couple of times. Found Which out. Yeah. I'm break right there. Him not having a password is the furthest thing from being shady. Yeah, absolutely. So well, that's actually or, or it's quite just a relief. Being arrogant and being dumb and not realizing that you know your partner's ever going to check your phone, okay? Because he was. I mean, he was sending messages to other women. He was emailing other women. He was making plans to meet up with other women. Um. So so once I found, you have to understand. Once you find something like that, you can't stop looking. Okay. Yeah. And you're gonna look every spare second you get. Um, and so, so that which which sign is that then? That's what would you call that sign? So it's 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 not like he was necessary. I didn't have any unequivocal proof that he was physically cheating on me with anybody. Mm -hmm. I just know that he was having conversations and sending inappropriate pictures to to other people. Okay. But that you were talking about signs, right? You say, what are the signs of somebody possibly cheating? You said the first one is follow intuition. Your, In, own your intuition will, yes, your intuition will rarely lead you astray. Okay, what's um, the other one? The other one was maybe doesn't want to have sex as much. Okay. You know, the, you, you know a change there. They're not, you're not as intimate. He doesn't initiate it that much anymore. If he seems distracted, where mm -hmm. um, his, you know, just mentally, he's not, he's not present. Mm -hmm. He's not there with you. Okay, um, I'm gonna play devil's advocate. Okay. Could it be anything related to work and I mean, not sure, to your relationship? Sure it could. could it be that he might be tired of having the same sex every time? That you guys are not spicing things up? That maybe well, it's that been case, the same. He to communicate that with you. Yeah, but it's hard because as a guy, if you say, "Oh, you know, no, no, no," I feel like we should do somebody else. Where wi women immediately goes into. Am I not doing enough? What, what's, yeah. you know, you're, no, you're right. so you're it's right not an that. easy conversation because mm -hmm. we can say something very simple as a, I'd like, you know, I'd like to do other things. I feel it's a little redundant. Mm -hmm. <sighs> Try to say that to a woman without her being offended and now being fully you know um, oh, self-conscious sure. about the thing so and then every time like you can. you guys try to be intimate together it's like you know it's a thing exactly so that's not that easy to and i also feel like we've talked about it i think on the first first podcast where guys crave novelty yeah right especially when it comes to the bedroom so i could see why after a year with the same person sometimes even less sometimes more 
it's the same thing over and over again. So we don't get as excited to do it. Okay. I mean, listen, like this is, it's good that you're, that you're bringing this up too. Um, these are just things that I've noticed if they, if he starts to, or if that person starts to bring their phone with them everywhere. Okay. Uh, even like it won't even leave it momentarily on the couch with you. Like there was one, there was one time when, you know, he actually put it in, he put his phone in his robe and took it with him to the shower. Mm. Uh, another thing is if they, you know, if they change the password or put a password on their phone, okay. That means they don't want you snooping around. I mean, most phones have passwords though nowadays. A lot of phones uh, have know, passwords most nowadays. Of them. And I have a password, but it doesn't necessarily mean anything. It's just I have a password. Okay, so so I'm going to debate this one. Most phones have passwords. Uh, you have a password and you're not a cheater, so that doesn't necessarily mean that they're cheating. Also, um, you could be, you know, you, you know, you can set up your phone so that your text message doesn't pop on your actual screensaver. So, so if he is a cheater and he's an active cheater, knows what he's doing, he could leave his phone here with his password in front of you, and you would never know that he has an actual text message coming from a stranger because they don't pop on the actual screen. Mm -hmm. There's a way to do that in your notification center. So, taking your phone with you, sure, leaving the phone is also, you know, a way to. I, I mean, talking like if he's a master cheater, like, you know what I mean? Well, obviously, he wasn't very good at it. No, obviously he wasn't, <laughs> especially if he didn't have his. Yeah, yeah, it seemed like he was kind of asking for it. Yeah, uh, yeah, a little okay. bit. Uh, I mean, those are kind of just the signs that I noticed. I mean, I. You yeah, know, no, but keep, keep it up. I think it's good that we. I mean, I, listen, I found clothes in my laundry that weren't mine. Okay, well, yeah, that's for sure. I mean, I, you know, you look on. I've I looked on a website. I mean, I saw that he was on. <laughs> I saw that he was on Craigslist. Legit, legit Craigslist, <laughs> like. Back page. Oh yeah. Craigslist, like nineteen ninety five. Okay, like, yeah. So that that man might actually be in a little sick. Yeah, something. I mean, there's also listen. There's also websites that are set up specifically that, yeah. to help people cheat. Yeah. And there are apps that are set up specifically to help people cheat as well. So if if you have it in you, you're gonna get away. You're gonna try to get away with it at least. But I do think I truly do think that that your intuition will never lead you wrong, and. If you suspect that your significant other is cheating on you, then that's definitely cause for a conversation at the very least. Okay. Because so you wouldn't be feeling that way if, if something were, if, if everything were right. Fair. But then, okay, let me give you the example of the girl I cheated on. Her intuition told her that I fucked the bartender who called me babe. And that is a wrong intuition. And... Well, her intuition said I mean, that if I'm liking this girl's this girl's know. picture on Facebook, that I probably fucked her. That doesn't. That's not accurate. I'm, I'm talking about like a sane, rational, normal, functional human being. And do you think that as a woman, you know if you're sane and rational? No, you don't. Yes, I mean, I I would like to think that I am. Yeah, and I'm very sure I'm sure that girl rational. thought she was very sane and very rational too. <laughs> I'm not speaking for everybody. I'm so just I, saying, like, you I, know, this no, is what I, I this is what I've noticed. <laughs> no, I hear you, but like. I'm sure there's some crazies that, you know, will see a knife, not necessarily put it in the wrong place. She's like, I never put that knife there. Some bitch probably put it there. And you know what? He's a cheater because he took his phone to the bathroom. Yeah, guess what? He took a shit, took 20 minutes. He wanted to play games. You know what I mean? So it's like, it goes a little bit, I think. <laughs> I think my Tetris while he was pooping. Yeah, while I was, was scrolling through Tetris the gram the or something, whatever, watching some TikToks. I don't care. But what I mean is that, is that it's so circumstantial. 
You know what yeah, I mean? But, and and, you know. and and I'm sure now, for example, unfortunately, because of what happened to you, you could probably look into behaviors that are totally unsuspicious, but you think they are. And, and and let me tell you something. I am like I am a freaking savant. I'm sure. I know. I we've already we've savant. already established you're a creep. I, we have already I'm not, established not even a creep. <laughs> no, it's not a creep behavior. It's like you're just you're just covering your own butt because like you you listen. You don't want to invest any more time than you need to in a relationship if it's gonna go south in 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 this way. Okay. The I the, I think listen. There's I agree with two of the things that you said. Only, unfortunately. I agree with the, if you have an intuition, definitely maybe start following up on that and, and trust your gut. Assuming you haven't been clinically diagnosed as crazy. Well, and this, but this isn't like even a matter of like, uh, and by intuition, I don't mean like the knee jerk jealousy, like, oh, 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 you seem like you're like making eyes at the waitress. Have you guys hooked no, up? No, it's a gut that feeling. I know what you like mean. like a knee jerk kind of like, no, you know, yeah. jealousy kind of reaction. I'm talking about the overall that gut feeling, yeah. feeling in mm-hmm. your gut where you just want to throw up all the time. I, I get it. Yeah. yeah. This I agree with. I also agree with you in a sense that if you do have this feeling, bringing it up is the healthiest way to cope with it. However, if he, again, is a cheater, he will say, of course not, babe. You're of course crazy. not. Of course. What? Why would I do that? Absolutely. Just, just be prepared that he's going to deny it. He's going to do everything in his power to make you believe that nothing is happening. Okay. And let's also say she because it's not only guys I'm sorry, that I'm cheats. sorry, I'm sorry. You're right, you're so right, like, you're right, you know. you're right. That's that's my bad, yes. No, but we're talking or about she. your experience, so of course you're talking yeah, about it. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, that's, I mean, this is crazy. What about, you know, what, what I'm interesting about, like, when it comes to cheating too, is I don't believe that those 30, 40 years of marriage couple <laughs> have never have you know happily married couple have never cheated right and I, i've had yeah. listen i've had conversation you know with girls and and stuff or guys and like, oh well it's, it's more girls where they're like well my parents are happily married have been together for 40 years they're very happily married i'm like you could be happily married but also have that's gotten it on with somebody else exactly and, and then i would say I, do you sh- are you, well, how do you know they never cheated oh no what well, i've seen the way my father likes my no. mom that's impossible i was like no. do you and generally like, think that your father one day would come up to you and say right. hey i'm very happily married but just so you know i did fuck another girl yeah. or your mom said i did have an affair they wouldn't tell you no, of course as a child your as your parents they want to keep up that thing i would love to, I would love I would love to believe that you could be with the same person for 30 years and never do anything sexually with anybody else. Unfortunately, with the world around us and the experiences I've seen, I genuinely, I wish it was possible. I'm hoping it is possible. I don't think it is. I don't know do if it is either. I, I, you know, and it's, it's yeah, I, I, I don't know. But I do, I did, I, I do know that as you get people who were born in the what was it 30s no 40s and 50s in the 1940s and mm-hmm. 50s are more likely to cheat than people who were born in later generations in the 40s and 50s mm-hmm. well there'd be 70 right now they're, they're not cheating like, no but i mean over the course of their their marriages is what i'm saying like they they were more likely to cheat than Why? people who were and I think it might have a lot to do with the idea that it just wasn't as out in the open. I mean, there wasn't such a thing as like couples therapy, really. It wasn't it wasn't like a prevalent thing back then. I mean, you just had to like keep your head down and work through the marriage because it's going to be tough. And like that was just the thing, you know, and you stay together, you have kids and you stay together, especially 
if you were born in a certain part of the country or if you have certain beliefs. But how is that making people cheat more? Uh, because I, I don't know. Ask them. But I just feel like maybe the longer, maybe it's like the longer you've been together, the more inclined you are to cheat. I know the age gap for cheating widens as you get, as you get older. So like, or the disparity between men and women. So for example, there was this uh, survey that was done, Institute for Family Studies. They say that men are more likely to cheat than women. Mm-hmm. So it's like 20% to 13%. Um, and that widens as you get older. And I, for what reason? I don't really know. I mean, uh, I guess you could probably come up with your own reasons for that, but uh, no. But yeah, no. But I'm I'm curious as the you said that people that were born around the 50s or the 40s were more likely to cheat, but I don't understand why. It, it could be a generation. I mean, it's clearly it's a generational, a generational thing. But is is that like a fact, or is it just an assumption that you're making? That people no, that's a fact. It was it was based on surveys, but like I don't really know exactly why. I don't know the reason behind it. Oh, okay. That okay. So it's a fact that you people can interpret it however you that were born in their forties and the fifties tend to cheat more than people that are born in right now, like in in uh, in like their eighties. It could also be that you know part of it, like maybe more people our age aren't getting married, period, because they're seen still cheating. In relationships. Well, we're talking about in a marriage. Oh, in a marriage. Okay. Yeah. In a marriage. Um, why do men... Well, your question was, why do men cheat more when they get older? I think it's just because that's when it becomes too redundant. I think, With you know, the, the as you get older... So, like, let's say you get married at 30 or 35, you know, you could probably keep it in your pants if you're really happy in your marriage till you're 45, And then I think you've exhausted every single aspect of the sexual relationship. And that's that's why as you get older, which means 45, 50, that's when you probably have an affair. I would assume. That's I also feel why. like maybe people who were born in the 40s and 50s were younger when they got married. You know, and, yeah. and you go through a lot of changes. Like right now, people are getting married older and older. So like people aren't getting married now until they're in there, sometimes in their 30s or 40s. Yeah. Uh, whereas people, you know, our parents' generation or the generation before that were getting married at like mid-20s, yeah. early 20s. Yeah, probably. You, I mean, you, you are not the same person from age 22 to 32 and definitely not between like 32 and 42. So... Yeah, yeah, I just I just think that it, which brings me to the next question. <laughs> you just confirmed my point, by the way. What? That you're not the same as when you were younger. <laughs> you literally just confirmed it. You just said you're not the same when you're in your 30s or when yeah. you were in your 20s. And my point was, it's not because you cheated when you were younger that you'd be a cheater when you get older. You know what I'm so saying. Thank you yeah, for confirming my you point. You know what I'm saying. Mm, God, that was, you know, I didn't have to do anything. She she confirmed <laughs> it herself. I didn't have to do Sometimes. anything. You just, okay. Uh, which brings me to my next point. Yeah, what is, let's move to your next point. My yes. next point is, is monogamy a natural thing for human beings? Damn, that's such a, I have no idea. I, uh, I would like, again, I'd like to believe it is. I uh, just have a hard time doing it um I, i i i think men and women are different on that thing i think a woman is able to be monogamous easier than a man is we have different responsibilities though typically our responsibilities if we have children you know those are our responsibilities and i think that keeps you there <laughs> i think that's that's more compelling of a, of a reason to keep you monogamous than 
But I don't even know if, the, if that's if that's true. I mean, because you're talking about like, listen, like 20 percent to 13 percent. That's not a huge, huge. It's difference. not a huge gap. I, but I, I do think that just men and women are just different. They're just wired differently. I, I think, uh, you know, uh, the woman, I'm, I'm, I might be wrong, you know, but I think a woman cheats because she's genuinely unhappy in his marriage, in her marriage. She cheats she because she's lacking physical attention. She's lacking emotional attention. Men cheat because they're horny for this new pair of breasts they haven't touched. What you know, which is which I know, but it's that it literally. I genuinely believe this is a difference. This is, this is you know, so you, you could have zero. the perfect woman at home that you love emotionally and stuff. You still have that desire, unfortunately. Okay, well, to but, fuck but that. Julian, everybody, you have to understand, everybody has that desire. Like the ooh, like what if? Everybody but I, has I still, eyes. I think it's stronger on men than it is on women. I think it's it's stronger. The physical aspect of sex is stronger. Is a stronger drive on men than it is on women. I don't necessarily agree with that, and I, and I I I think that it it all comes down to self control. Okay, so are you able to? Tell me, tell me something, right? You, you're walking down the street. You see a guy you're attracted to, and you go, and would you say, you know what? If he asked me right now, I would fuck that guy. Mm, I, if he, if I were in a committed relationship, no, you're single, and it's like I don't know that guy. I don't know this person. I don't know his name. But if he came up to me right now and said, I want to fuck you, would you say yes? No. No, exactly. A man, if he's single and you see a girl that he think is hot, if she comes up to him and say, I would, I don't know your name, but I'd like to fuck you, sir. We will say yes. Okay, yeah, because so this you're, is you're where not, we're because you don't have the threat of being sexually assaulted. Okay, that's, that's why. You know what I mean? And that's not, no, that is no, not that, why you say no. It's part, not. That is a big part we're, of it. Okay, he's safe. Stra- Julian, he's not, he's not going to stranger danger. You. Stranger danger. We have been told from a very early age. Take that, uh, take that out of the. I'm talking sexually speaking. Take away. He's not a rapist. He's not going to murder you. Uh, you don't know that though. And okay, I can't I'm take telling you. I'm telling you. In this thing, he's not. <laughs> you have thing he's you, not and you, i'm single and i thought he was that attractive you thought he was yeah but you don't even that's the thing guys don't even need to think they're that attractive they just need to think they're pretty attractive sure but you're also not a uh animal you're not an animal you have self-control that's what separates us from animals we do that doesn't mean we wouldn't do it so we don't do it because we have self-control and there's still plenty of guys that would do it it's just we wouldn't because obviously what we feel like What you're trying to say is that women, men are more motivated by physical contact I, and sex than yes, women are. Uh, yeah, and I think that women need a bit more of an emotional involvement to be satisfied. I, I, I think that's a fair assumption. I think that women can have detached sex just as much as a man can. But when you're in a relationship, and I'm just speaking again for myself, like there are definite barriers that I put up without a doubt. I, I know what's appropriate and what's not appropriate. That doesn't mean that I'm not not looking at somebody else and thinking and, and even wondering like, oh, man, what would it be like? You know, but that it's it's quite a different thing. Yeah, to act desire on. is always going to be there. Desire of course, is always going to be there. It. But guys can can have desire and not act on it, too. Right. The, the only point I was trying to make is that I, I, I genuinely believe that we it doesn't require much for a man to be OK to fuck a girl. And I, I think it requires a little bit more for a woman to say OK to fuck a man that as a stranger i just think it, so I think then that's how so then how are we supposed to what are we supposed to think about the the idea of monogamy in general that it's not achievable i think long-term monogamy i don't know i, th- I think i think 
you know, we... Honestly, I wish I knew how the cavemen used to do it. When there weren't well, all these rules. used to rules. do it all the time with yeah, everybody. That's it. When there weren't <laughs> all the these thing. rules and church and religion saying you can only be with one woman, all that stuff, I, I wonder. Um, also, the lifespan was a lot shorter back also, then. Um, I, 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 I don't know. I think it's going to sound very pessimistic, but I think I, I have a hard time believing you can be 30 years with someone with not slipping and, and not being attracted. I, I, I have a hard time hope. believing that's possible too. Yeah, I do. Now monogamy, especially I think we should nowadays, strive for it. Especially now. And, and oh, at some God, point yeah. in this podcast, we're going to talk with uh, somebody who, who I'm familiar with at the Kinsey Institute who's a oh, love anthropologist. anthropologist. Yeah. Yep. And she's going to be able to talk about why things have changed the way they have because I, I especially, I really don't think, I dr- genuinely believe this, I don't think that married couples right now have a shot at being married for 30, 40 years without yeah. having a slip up because it's just too accessible now. It's too easy to cover up. It's too accessible. It's too in your face. And also, you know, I think it's important that we mention that um, because, you know, we're saying all these things, right? And people might listen and be like, oh my God, these are the worst fucking people to be in a relationship <laughs> with. They don't think in it. Right. It's just, it's just, we're just being honest yeah. with how we're seeing it. It doesn't mean we're not striving for it. Like mm-hmm. I strive and I hope I can get a relationship yeah. that I can stay with this person for the rest of my life, be happy and build a family. I do have a hard time believing this can actually happen. Doesn't mean I'm not going to try. Right. I'm going to try to get there. Of course. As much as possible. So I just want to, you know, clear no, the air. No, no, me too. Because yeah, people probably do think we're pretty vile. We're um, probably like, oh my God, these guys, this, these are crazy. But, um. <laughs> It's just, it's just, I think part of this podcast is also just being bluntly honest about how we feel and what mm-hmm. we think. Yeah. Um, and um, so, you know, to go back to your point, um, the, um, the long-term couples and the cheating, I think m- marriage could work long-term 30, 40 years. If? If you kind of have that rule as in don't tell anything Ugh. you know what i mean in a sense of like so you mean like if you're gonna go and do what you do just don't don't let me know about it don't let me just know about it don't do, do it in our do. home you know what i mean like that, whether well, whether it's like whether it's like whether it's like you know you want to like it's not a spoken thing but maybe you know as a couple you said it's like listen if you're on a trip one day or as a golf trip with your guys or you're on a trip with your girls and you're out of the country, you're out of the house, and something happens, don't tell me about it. And I think that is the only way to make it work. If you're going to be in that kind of possible cheating, in the sense of like, ooh, I can do it if I want to. First of all, when, once th- you know you can yeah, do it, it already theory, takes though, the thrill. That, I think you know? that's like the birdcage theory. Like you can see the cage is open, the yeah. door is open, you can come and go as you please. But you want to make it, you know, but but sometimes just because you have the freedom to do mm-hmm. it doesn't mean you're going to go and do it. You yeah. can see it. You can go explore yeah. if yeah, you want to. Yeah, I can to, do it if I want to. But that yeah. doesn't mean because the more you set up boundaries for people, I think the more inclined they are to want to break down, down those barriers and push those boundaries and don't don't touch that red button. Yeah. You're going to want to touch the red yes. button. Um, and also, I think after, you know, if you've been like 20 years with someone, your relationship is so much more than just sex and being in love, right? Technically, after 20 years, you guys are actual 
20, 30 years, you're life partners, right? You probably have a home. You probably have investments. You probably have kids together. You probably have all of these things that are so much more important. Now it's like you have your home, right? Your family. Yeah. And this is so much more important than the sexual desire for the waitress that he might have or that the, the bartender right. that she might have, right? So I think if you're in a healthy relationship with your partner and you guys have a good thing going as a partnership, I could understand how a couple could sit down and says, listen, if we've built something amazing. Right. And I it's think the way to reward. preserve it is that if we need to fucking do something physical, we don't, you know, we do it without the other person and we do it somewhere else. I mean, there are plenty of couples out there who have that agreement. Yeah. And, uh, and typically it's like the ones who, that works. Who, who are seemingly blissfully, you know, in love and, and have been married for years and years. You know, like if you're listening, maybe it's your own parents. I don't know. I'm not saying that it is. <laughs> I'm just saying like there are plenty of, of couples out there who figured that out. That doesn't shock me, honestly. No. That doesn't shock me that I, I can have a discussion with my wife and be like, We've been together 20 years. I'm I'm not stupid. I know you probably have desires. Let me just, you know, the ground rules are if if and when and if something should happen, not in our home, and I don't want to hear about it. And, you know, obviously try to not do it fucking every weekend. And that's, that's not necessarily a, a bad arrangement. Safe. Yeah, and try not to do it every weekend. Yeah. I mean, don't let it don't let it I- impede on our relationship. Yeah. Like as long as, you know, you're coming home to me and mm-hmm. we and we ha- we are able to preserve what we have been able to build over the course of X number of years, as, as long work. as we're able to preserve the, the family, then all right. Because, yeah, because I think you've reached such you a, like you've reached such a different level of intimacy with this person that you can, I think you can understand that it's purely just a physical thing that yeah. needs to get out, that needs to get out of it. I don't know. I, I'd Cheating like to think so. Cheating has existed since the beginning of time, since the beginning of relationships. It's not going to go away. It's always going to be a thing. Um, so it's it's almost a matter of how do you manage it and how do you how do you work through it? If you feel like you can work through it, if you know that your partner's cheated and you feel like you can work through it, then God bless you. Fuck yeah. I don't know how you're going to do that, but I <sighs> would not be able to. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, I don't know. It, there's so many layers to all this. It's it's quite a complicated <laughs> subject. But I do think we had we have quite different. Um, oh, we do. No, a little bit like kind of butt heads a little bit yeah. on that one today, which is nice. We, we need <laughs> you know, it's nice. We're not always gonna no. Agree we can't always be agree on, on on everything. I think that's right. But um, nor should we. It seems though that you agree on the whole long term thing. The long-term relationship, and I think I, I do think it just evolves. Yeah, you know, you got to be open with your partner and, and and be able to talk about it. And uh, what, what if what if you know you have what just if? a week, of a year, a week, a year? You guys give each other a week or your babe, you no, do I whatever think that's the like fuck you want. Like a lot of pressure, want. right? I feel like you know you would like feel the pressure to like get it, you know, get it. Somebody. Yeah, like you'd feel I don't know. Like, have you seen that Hall Pass movie? Yeah. Where the guy like, goes to like Applebee's and he's like trying try to, to find It's Owen find Wilson, something. no? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it would feel like a hall pass uh, situation where it's like, you know, you feel that pressure to like do it. Yeah. Because you're not going to be able to do it any other time. I so mean, I, I don't think that that's The dude is probably like, you know, spending his whole year planning that week and yeah, lining up hoes for the week. It's like, yeah. okay, so hey, this is September, but in March <laughs> right. of 2022, yeah. 
I will be available Monday. Yeah, you're going to be up around 2 a.m. because (laughs) I will most likely come by. (laughs) Right. Yeah, I don't think that's that's the solution either. No. I just think you have to do what makes you happy as a couple. And if it doesn't make you happy, then you really shouldn't be together anymore because, you know, we, we only go around this earth once and... Unless you believe in reincarnation, <laughs> but you only do this once and you need to be happy while you're doing it because, you know, why make yourself miserable in a partnership if it's not even really a partnership to begin with? Yeah. But sometimes, again, uh, you have you have those partners that are happy in a relationship and they just want to have sex with someone else. I don't know. That's why I say do what makes you happy. Okay. So then you're just telling them to cheat. I'm not saying cheat. <laughs> I'm not saying cheat. <laughs> you just said that. No, I'm saying do do what makes you happy. Like if if you are not happy in a relationship, get out of the relationship. And what if you're happy in a relationship but you're, you still want to go have sex with a stranger? Uh, <laughs> then go to go to therapy. <laughs> but it makes them happy though. <laughs> it makes them happy. Makes happy. No, yeah. no, no. They okay. can say I'm following Jen's Jen Jen said I should do what makes me no. happy, honey. So I Th- saw then that. have a conversation with your partner. Have a conversation <laughs> with your partner about it. Before you go and sleep with strangers. Uh, I did I, I did find uh, interesting the fact that you don't think you could stay monogamous. I thought you would be more uh, considering your Why, conservative background. I yeah. I think like you'd probably strive for that, but it seems no. I, I, I no, no. Did you believe in it before? Did, did I? Uh, listen, there are things that, in my own family that happened where... You know, yeah, like you have a reality check when you talk to your parents mm-hmm. and, you, and you realize that they're human beings. Yeah. You know, you have a reality check. And I'll just say that. Um, so you believed in possible monogamy at first, but then eventually you kind of changed about it. Eventually, I was like, it's it's something nice to strive for. And if you can achieve it, which it, I, I think people have achieved it. I do think there are people out there who've maintained monogamy for decades and decades. Um, and if, if that's the case, then then great. But I, I also am reasonable, f- reasonable in knowing that it's a very difficult thing to do. The, do you know anybody who has achieved it? And if so, were they good looking? <laughs> <laughs> right? Because it's easier to, hey, I was saying, it's easier to stay Are monogamous. Are they good looking? Stay monogamous if you if don't you have, have any many options. options. Oh God! You know my, you know my I, friend, my friend. Unless Suki, you go for prostitute, but it's true. My friend Suki said this. She said, uh, "You know, and this is just her being cynical." And is she attractive? I, I think yes, she's beautiful. Uh, she's she was my co-anchor at Fox Five. Okay. So, so she, um, <laughs> she said, a man is only as faithful as his options. And that was <laughs> a, that's an extremely cynical thing to say. Yeah. But. Um, I also am inclined to believe that there's some truth to that because think about it, but right? Yeah. Like, you know, you're, you're a middle manager, like, you know, living in Nebraska, uh, you know, you're, you got a little dad bod going on. Maybe you're like getting the little, you know, monkey butt, like on the, on oh, your you head. and your hair. God All right. I'm, but I'm just saying like, I don't think you're going to have as many options as say like Chris Hemsworth. You know what I mean? Like, well, Chris Hemsworth, let's just get that's this straight. Chris Hemsworth can have sex with whoever he wants, whenever he wants, guy and girl included. Yeah. Well, I'm sure you'd be the first. To I will be the that. first in line for yeah. this man because yeah. 
You'd have He's to push me aside first, way, though. That's all I'm saying. I will saying. fight you for Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> I have, don't give a fuck. Um, <laughs> no, but I, I mean, okay, it's true. There's the physical aspect. There's also where they live. It's true. Also You're right that live. if you live they in the live middle live of buttfuck yeah. nowhere, there's not going to be anybody sure. to cheat on. Yeah. With, cheat on with, whatever it is. So, I mean, I also, yeah, and, and not to mention it was very, it was very like in our parents' generation, our grandparents' generation, it was a very closeted, like shameful thing to like, yeah. you know, go out and cheat and like break the sanctity of marriage. Whereas right now it's like, that's why they have couples therapy. You know what I mean? And that's why, yeah, you know, they have like those sex dolls that yeah. people can, can hook up with. Would I guess. dad be s- cheating? A sex doll? If if your husband is actively fucking a sex doll in your home. I think eventually we're all going to have sex with sex dolls. But is that and, cheating? And we're just going to all stay away from each other. and, and You're not <laughs> answering my question. Is that cheating? Is it cheating if you have sex with a sex doll? No, Julian. It's not? No, it's not. No. What if he has sex with a sex doll four times a week, but only sex with you once a week? He then you have. Doll. Then you you probably should check yourself <laughs> into an institution. <laughs> I feel like. Then you're dating that, a, or, psycho- or a, a psychopath. Or a TLC show. Like a, you know. My strange obsession, or whatever it is. Oh my god! All right, we're drifting yeah, away. Yeah, so and I we're think that's a great place to end. Yeah, uh, sex dolls. Sex I agree. Dolls. Um, I, I, I am excited to get that love anthropologist though, because that will, yeah, uh, that will be very uh, nice whenever we can get her. Um, ASAP. 